0: It was funny, I ran into, well, Derek was there, Mm -hmm. and when I saw him, I, like, ran up behind him, he's like, oh, shit, line up the shots, (laughs) like, it was super funny, like, we talked about your wedding, and just, uh, I was like, oh, man, this guy's an animal right here to me, like, well, our night, it ended, it was me, Zach, Derek, and Kareem, Kareem, yeah. I don't even remember how it got to that point, I just remember it was us four still at the bar, like, yep, more shots, just getting after it, dude, like, that was a, that was definitely a top three wedding in my books, for sure, (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, it was it was a blast. Actually it was crazy. Like Yeah, it was insane that night I didn't expect that many people to drink that much.
0: Oh yeah, we weren't messing around <laughs> man. Exactly. <laughs> it was <a> sick time. <laughs> but we should definitely get something going together, yeah. like those cousins, because I don't really see you guys ever yeah, really. Like, no, that's true. And it's always like in a family setting where it's mostly like, just small
1: talk. Yeah. See you for a bit. And then yeah. I'm, Very uh, conservative. <laughs> a big time conservative. <laughs> you know?
0: Definitely won't be talking about what we're talking about now. Yeah. So we can probably just hop in right there. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Easy Conversations. I just want to say thanks to everyone who listened to the last episode featuring Maryse and Mark Sullivan. Thanks a lot for joining me. You guys killed it. Looking forward to having you on again. But now for episode 16, I'm extremely excited to introduce a fan of the podcast. Is that fair (laughs) to say? Yeah. My cousin, Farid Jaber. Say what's up my people. What's up, guys? Very happy to have you on here. Thank you. So, for this episode, we're going to be talking about a bit of a, not really controversial, but... Some people might not be on board with what we're going to talk about. It's the stigma around the legalization, the recent legalization since October 17th, 2018 of marijuana. So I actually wanted to do this episode with you. I think you'll remember back when marijuana became legal on October 17th. I wanted to record this podcast maybe that weekend or a week later. Mm -hmm. We just never got around to doing it. But you know what? Actually, I I think it's
1: working out even better because now it's been a bit of a, a while since it's been legal exactly there's a lot of things that have come out of it now that you know yeah whereas at the beginning it was very shady no one really knew what was happening it it hasn't gotten much better but there's a lot of things that are unfolding from it now which is great definitely
0: unfolding haven't gotten better debatable because actually what i wanted to talk about with you is that i work in an office where a lot of adults there, older middle-aged people and I'm actually hearing a lot more people now openly, which I was not expecting, say like, oh, yeah, I smoked up last night, you know, and before going to bed. Just very casual. I was not expecting it to be this normalized already. I don't mm-hmm. think it really is completely. It's going to take a yeah, while, Yeah, it's going to take think. a
1: while for sure. But it is getting a lot more normalized than I'd say even like sometime last year. Um, Definitely. You know, and where I work now, it's a, it's a very old, much older group. So, they're still very against it. Okay. Um, but I know like a lot of people my age that were never really into it kind of talking about it as if it's very casually, as if they're going to go drink, right? So, mm-hmm.
0: and that's the comparison really that it's going to be comparable to drinking, really. Yeah. And even like kind of smoking cigarettes, but you don't really get the same effects from exactly. smoking cigarettes yeah. and weed. So I don't know. It's just, I find it interesting that it's already starting a little, maybe not you're at the dealership or, but yeah, it's a little more than I was expecting. That's why when I wanted to initially do this podcast, I definitely thought it would take a long time for people, like maybe for our kids generation, for them, it'll be like the equivalent of drinking basically. Yeah, it would be. Because now I don't know when
1: dispensers are going to start popping up in Ottawa. Have you been to one? Yet, or I haven't been to the like legit ones that are open in the Quebec side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to a couple of the ones that opened up in the city, uh, prior to legalization, mm-hmm. uh, that were kind of like in the gray area. Yeah, and those are really shady. Um, me being someone who's you know an avid smoker, I yeah. even felt uncomfortable going into those places. Mm-hmm. Um, I still stuck to you know my own methods. Hey. <laughs>
0: shout out the plug! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you know, I never win those what you called the shady yeah. sh- uh, shops, but I did get the chance to go to a dispensary in Montreal on uh, St. Catherine street. Actually, yeah. it was literally like a David's tea for weed. Really? It was pretty crazy. Like the ID you when you walk in yeah. and then there's a bunch of clerks there, like who look like they all have man buns, like rocking <laughs> beanies and shit. And just like, they give you the information about each strand, which I think is really interesting. And that's something yeah. people are going to start actually getting educated about. You would think
1: Hopefully, because, you know, the different strains, like it's completely different. Uh, there's some that are very therapeutic and, you know, there's some that are going to make you get stuck to a couch for a few hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's good to have different ones in different settings. Um, you know, it's great that there are different uh, strains and that people are now being more educated on them.
0: Mm hmm. And like in those dispensaries, they'll literally grab you like, oh, do you need some information here before you make your decision? They're not n- kind of not like it would, used to be really when dealing with dealers that you might not know or something. They're just like, oh yeah, here, take this. It's the 30, 40 bucks an ounce or a yeah. gram or something, yeah, whatever. Exactly. I don't really know the pricing. <laughs> um, educate me maybe. But, um, you know, it's just, I find it was very, it was just a relaxed setting. They weren't pressuring you to buy at all. We didn't buy anything. Um But yeah, it was just really cool to see. And I feel like with the proper education, you'll know like what's for you because like some people who know me know that I've had some bad experiences on this. and I'm not really shy to talk about that stuff. Like thought I was going to die a couple of times. I feel like that happens to some people, right? Not just me. Um, But yeah, and now I feel like if you know what you're getting into, what you're smoking, you can have a lot of good effects. They're talking about like CBD oils and... I don't know if you know more about oh, that CBD, than myself. Or? Yeah,
1: like CBD is fantastic. Like it's very therapeutic. Um, not necessarily, people don't necessarily smoke CBD weed just because you can get more benefits by using like uh, an oil, inhale it. Okay. So like a shatter pen. Like a wax or something? Yeah, like the wax pens. Okay. Um, and it's great for people who have like high anxiety. Um, they take it before bed, really calms them down. You know, then they can have proper rest. Mm-hmm. um a lot of people used it for like headaches like for me example uh, i had a concussion that i've been dealing with for the last like year year and a mm-hmm. half and at first i was taking pills for it and by the end of it i figured out that i got a cbd wax pen okay. um, now i use that before bed and sometimes in the morning and it really really reduces the headaches um long term like right on. yeah okay. it's great
0: is that also like kind of, like do you drink coffee as well in the morning?
1: Uh, I used to drink a lot of coffee. Yeah. Uh, now I drink a little less just because if I have too much caffeine, I get a headache. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, it, I really cut down the coffee once I had the major headaches mm-hmm. and really replaced it with CBD at this point.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome, man. So me, it would be if I don't have coffee, I'd have a headache. So maybe yeah. I could have my coffee or not have my coffee then mix in some CBD. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's good to know like what does what. Yeah. And I feel like now people are going to start knowing what's good for who, what's good for who is exactly. Exactly. And now like I've actually been to Amsterdam twice now. The, well, the latest time I've been they're like obviously, you know, there's coffee shops. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're called. But a lot of them are like essentially bars basically. Yeah. Where you just smoke instead of drinking. And there too, they give you like exactly what does what. So the guy gave us, like a pre rolled joint of uh, White Widow, shout out White Widow. And um yeah, it was awesome. That was definitely like, that opened my eye a little bit too compared to my past experiences where I had tripped out a couple of times because I didn't even know what was going on there. You just meet someone like yeah, a couple like, of times, it was random people. I don't even know. <laughs> and that's just not optimal. Really no, too.
1: like growing up, like I didn't even know what strains were. Like it was just like, oh, here's some weed, smoke it. Okay, it gets you high, you feel great. But until like, you know, a few years back, like, I didn't really know what strains were. Mm-hmm. And then once I started figuring out, like, different strains, you're like, oh, wow, like, this really makes me tired, you know, yeah. or this one makes me laugh, you know, it's like different things. Like, sometimes if you have the right strain, it can, you could be very sociable and, like, talk and laugh. And then sometimes you smoke another strain, and all you want to do is just sit down and, like, read a book, you know. Okay, It's very weird how different they are, even though they're very similar, you know.
0: Yeah. Are there any recommendations or, like, Some strains you would classify for these specific activities you've just listed Um, off the
1: dome, or like White Widow is great if you just want to relax. Yeah, I know you were saying that you know you've tried it before, Uh, (laughs) and yeah, it's a very relaxing strain. Uh, it's something great to do if you're just sitting down watching a movie. Um, and then there's other strains, uh, like a cheese strain that's a whole category of strains, okay, where if you smoke that. You might be more uh, like sociable and like talkable, okay. and like be more outgoing rather than being more like uh, introvert. Okay, and people kind
0: of—I uh, don't know if this is completely wrong here—but people kind of associate. I think smoking to maybe not very being in a sociable setting because you're just chilling in your own house, like just laying low, stoner lifestyle. I don't know. Do you think yeah. that's kind of a misconception? Uh, this it right slightly now? is
1: uh, because. People don't realize the stoners that are, you know, active. Right. Um, like in my professional life, no one really knows that I smoke weed. Okay. So um, this
0: give, could this give you a bad rep? Now is what
1: I'm saying. I think, you think might it might like a alter ego for <laughs> this. Or? I think it should give like a slightly better <laughs> rep, just because then you realize that there's, you know, not only the stoner that's just sitting in the basement playing Fortnite uh <laughs> shots fired <laughs> but there's the stoners that you know go to work and hustle you know right <clears throat>
0: yeah for sure and i think that's a thing that people it's going to start changing really the misconception misconception of the lazy stoner life because like I said, like we said earlier, it's going to be comparable to drinking, basically. Yeah. And me, my whole life, well, since like 16, no, my whole life there, I've been more of a drinker. Like, yeah. prefer having beers because I kind of know I can pace myself, I think.
1: Yeah. With yeah.
0: beers, especially like hard liquor, it hits harder for sure, <laughs> thus hard liquor. But yeah, I yeah, know this now, it's like kind of starting to see what's up with the legal marijuana. So, yeah.
1: Um, like I used to love, dr- I still love drinking. It's great. Mm -hmm. um but a lot of the times if depending on the situation i'd just rather smoke a bit Mm -hmm. um because just you don't feel it the next morning
0: right yeah you know
1: and it's a whole different experience like when you're drunk i find like obviously you don't remember much Mm -hmm, uh, but you know weed you're fairly coherent enough to to remember what happened in the night yeah so it's kind of nice that you don't kind of black out but also feel lifted it's yeah cool. for sure
0: and i feel like well now me i'm not a huge stoner like i said there i don't really smoke that often but um the last time i did it was more like um i don't know i just felt it in my whole body like just vibrating kind of like it was just sick yeah mean. yeah and it kind of it just slowly went away it wasn't like when you're drinking you're just going up 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 up
1: and then you're blackout you're done
0: yeah right so it was just it, my evening wasn't ruined after i was high you know? no like, like it, you, you can
1: end the night and then like your buzz can go away essentially and mm-hmm. then you can go carry on and do something else. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's not necessarily like, yeah, you're you're smoking and that's it. It's the end of yeah. the day. Whereas if you drink, you're, odds are like you're done. You're you know? committed and that's what's happening yeah. for
0: the rest of the night, for sure. And then you just feel it the next morning. Exactly. For sure. You got the now I said that I had some Rough experiences smoking. Did do you have any to share? And you, it's mostly been uh, under wraps and uh,
1: uh, under control. I'd say when I was younger, yeah. I had a few times where uh, I thought I would, like. I stopped. I smoked throughout high school. Okay. And then when I graduated, I had a very bad experience where I was sitting with my boys and um, I felt like my heart, like you can feel your heart beat sometimes. Mm. And then I just felt in my head that I was convinced that it was slowing down. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so then after that, I didn't smoke for, like, four or five years. Like okay, took like a all. nice hiatus. Yeah, like, I stopped completely, and then uh, my fiance at the time had some back issues, and she was, like, mm. taking pain medication. I was reading, I was like, try smoking weed instead. Yeah. So she did it occasionally, and then when it was around, I was like, okay, hey, like, I can smoke a little bit, maybe yeah. I'll be okay. Yeah. And then I felt it, Then okay, I was fine, and then you know, I started doing a little bit more (laughs) after that. Um, and yeah,
0: nice. Yeah. And now really like since the concussion, it's been helping you get acclimated to like post concussion syndrome. Yeah. It uh, it
1: sucked. Like with, when I first got the concussion, I was smoking weed kind of like evenings, sometimes on the weekends, very occasionally. mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, like I had headaches all the time, all the time. And they were giving like different medication I had medication for, like, anxiety. Mm. And then I was like, okay, hey, like, there must be a better solution. So I started reading into, like, as you spoke earlier, into CBD. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, hey, like... At first, I was like, okay, hey, it might not work. Like, I was skeptical. Definitely. Because yeah. it's something that, like, you smoke it or you inhale it, and you don't feel anything. Mm. So you're like, okay, hey, like, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried it a few times, and then in the long term, I started feeling like my headaches were reducing. Okay. Um, and things like... I had terrible focus and coordination. Mm. And uh with the C B D it kinda helped like center things. Okay. Uh, which was great. And then smoking regular weed helped when the pain was like unbearable mm. and I just needed to like numb essentially. Yeah. Um, where somebody would take like a pain med- like an opiate. Yeah. I just Yeah, that shit's not good for me. No, you. and that's the thing, like I I got prescribed that for the first bit at the beginning and uh it really has very very negative like effects on your body and you don't even notice it um and then i was like okay like there must be a better alternative so that's when i started smoking for the pain and i was like okay like it's a lot better it doesn't have the best side effects um because you're essentially impaired for a little bit Mm, but it does better than an opiate for sure and yeah. also
0: like some of those pills you're not really sure what you're putting in your system at the yeah, point like, like, you just know it's not great yeah exactly you, right?
1: like it's synthetic at that point right like whereas this at the end of the day it's a plant yeah. like you always say like what's well, the worst that can happen there's <laughs> a lot that can happen but for sure you know it's 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 a lot better than than what's out there right now
0: yeah I mean smoking in general not the greatest for you no
1: there's but yeah like there's obviously better ways um like smoking wax. Um, like essentially it's a vapor at that point. Mm. So it doesn't, and you're not smoking as much as you'd be smoking in a joint. Uh, But I just find the joint part is very like a sociable thing. So if you're sitting with a group of friends, uh, you know, you're not going to like have a dab pen to yourself. You know, you just go outside, have a conversation at that point, smoke a joint or a blunt and then...
0: Have a nice wheezy conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 So when you smoke now, are there any, like, I like, actually, listening to music while you smoke is yeah. pretty chill. Like, like we talked about before, It actually, I find it accentuates some of the beats, like, you, in the melodies, too, you're just feeling it more. Yeah. Like, oh. I told you before coming on here, I was at a Wiz Khalifa concert, of course, had to rip it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I remember distinctly the song Up. I don't know if you know it. Yeah. Okay. So, you know how the beat goes, like, up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm butchering this invitation <laughs> there, but there are literally like bubbles flo- flying off the stage to it. There was crazy lights to it. It was making the bubbles like flash like crazy. And I remember as every single 808 was hitting, I was like felt it through my whole body, just oh, like crazy.
1: 808s when when like you're high are insane. Like I feel them through my body yeah. at all times. Like it's crazy. Like my favorite songs. Like when I smoke, have heavy 808 drums, mm. you know? And it's I kind of
0: like like the spacey beats yeah, too yeah, wavy. Mm-hmm. You just know like the producers made it for that Oh, purpose. of course, of course. And I actually <laughs> made a playlist like a couple of days ago with a couple of songs. I have it on my Apple profile. I don't know if you have Apple Music or Spotify. Yeah, I have Apple Music. Apple Music, okay. So you want to follow me on there? Eric Saloom? I got my music on there if you want to see what I'm listening to. And, uh, yeah, I just put up a couple of songs, eight hours worth of songs, actually. Like, uh, I'm not a big fan of Nav, I don't know if you are, but the song Re-Up with Belly's Yeah, Lip, like I'm Belly's not a big fan man. of Nav,
1: but that is a song yeah. I like.
0: <laughs> a couple of good ones. Like, Currency, do you know Currency?
1: Uh, no. Ah, man, alright, well, just listen <laughs> to this playlist and
0: you'll catch some of his songs. Like, Must Be the Ganja for me, Eminem, do you know that yeah, song? That yeah. brings me back to high school, mm-hmm. like... Uh, that's, I, don't know, I could just list off all these songs. that take too long there. But, yeah, anyways, do you have any uh, yeah, there's, recommendations? I was just
1: looking at that now. Um, well, Like, there's a couple by Kid Cudi, you know, Day and Night. It's very old school. Yep. That's, like, when I first started smoking. So, like, kind of has more of a sentimental value. For sure. Oh, Kid Cudi uh,
0: does for most of us, like, our age. Oh, of
1: course. And um, Ashen Kusher.
0: Okay, yeah, I know that song.
1: Uh, I just find that one, the vibe on it is crazy. Um. I just, it, like I said, like, that's one of those things where you feel through your body. Mm-hmm. And there's a Wiz Khalifa song uh, on my level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you process. know, like that one is, yeah. is is a little bit more spacey. Yeah. But it's nice. And uh, Good Morning by Kanye West. You know, the heavy 808s in that, you feel the whole rhythm and yeah. you just feel a part of the song. It's cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. Nice. I'll check them out. I don't, <laughs> I don't know Good Morning. I know it's on like Graduation or something. Yeah. It's an older song. Yeah, it's yeah, an, an older song. I don't song. know it off the top. Yeah, Kanye, like we've spoken about him on previous pods. I don't know. I know you're a big Kanye guy, but uh, getting hard to support these days. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, It is getting hard to support, but he just keeps releasing music that gets it done, you know. (laughs) Um, You know, he produced five albums in five weeks that were, you know, very good albums. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Him himself, he's not making the greatest music. But I still say he's producing some of the best music out there right now. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, especially on Daytona, like yeah, I talked Daytona about on the crazy. Last one.
0: Yeah, could have talked about that a lot more on the top ten hip hop albums episode thirteen of Easy Conversations. Check that out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no Daytona is insane. Just from the first song, like yeah. Anyways, push. A, I think that was the like I said best album of last year. Too short though. I gotta throw <laughs> it up to I yeah throw.
1: the seven tracks. It's cool, but some albums just have to be longer. Like, Kitsy Ghosts, seven songs, doesn't have to be any longer. Daytona, I feel like they were missing out. Yeah. There was a couple other bangers that Pusher T could have put on there. Probably, know? yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> out of those sessions. Um, yeah, so actually, like we were talking about before, is there anything you would have had on your top ten list that was omitted on mine yes. or Cameron's?
1: Yes, there's a couple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm gonna start with uh, a less controversial one. And uh one point five by Amine. Okay, I do not know that. Yeah, this guy's like a newer rapper. You okay. probably heard one of his songs on his older album. Um it's very catchy. The beats are good on it. The album's called one point five? Yeah. Okay. What's his name? Anime? Amine. Amine, okay. Yeah. Uh also, uh Russ. Ross, okay. That uh, um, was it Outlaw? Um, the album? Yeah. What was it called? Zoo. Zoo. That's it. Making
0: a good case for it being a yeah. top ten album. There. What's it called again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a great album. You know, he produces all his music, so mixes, masters, engineers, all that. You know. You know, he does everything. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it was one of those good albums. There was a a good Rick Ross feature on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one. You know, you can't have too much Rick Ross. It's always good in small samples. And another album that I say probably should have been on there, but very controversial, is uh, Yay. Mm, okay. <laughs> I think that was, you know, it wasn't his best work, but 2018 was also a pretty bad year for hip hop. So, yeah. So.
0: I don't know if you... Well, you'll have noticed that on my list. I didn't have, like, Drake on there, J. No, Cole. No, And those are two big names that you'll see on most people's top ten, like, high up there just because of their
1: names. Yeah.
0: But I don't think that cuts it, and I think Kanye kind of falls in that category, too. Like, just because it's Kanye, to me, I don't think it oh, that, warrants yeah. to
1: be there. That's totally
0: understandable. <laughs> and um. Like, it's actually the first time, I think, that I'm not that excited for, like, Yondu or whatever it's going to be. Yeah,
1: that album, like, at this point, he's been pushing it so long that I'm even getting skeptical. Yeah, yeah, like, once it comes out, I'll be the judge of it. But right now, you know, he's not making a good case for it himself either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's an album that, you know, like, you're going to check out. You're not not going to not listen to it just because otherwise you're out of the loop. Yeah. And it's kind of the same with... Like Drake I keep bashing the guy and I'm still going to listen to his next album but personally I want to hear a Drake collab album with whoever. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see a Drake solo Drake album. Drake on his this own year. I think
1: is getting boring. Like it's not, you know, like it's all, I find it's the same flow, same beat when he's on his own, then when he collabs it's a banger. Yep. He can collab with anyone and it's always a banger. You know, and on his own, I just find yeah he's great, but he's producing the same thing every single time now, mm-hmm. which is you know very weird. Hundred percent.
0: I think like we said on the last episode was Drake Meek Mill would be a sweet collab album. I yeah. think just to- I think
1: they should finally give what the people wanted. Yeah, and give him a collab now that their feud is squashed and and they're boys again. Just make the album that people want, and I think people will be happy.
0: Yeah, and it's just crazy how that w- could all come full circle. Like, they started off boys, then feud, and then ends up with a collab album yeah. that, like, everyone was shitting on Meek Mill for the longest time yep. just because he went up against Drake. You exactly,
1: know? like, that's the thing. Like, anyone that was to go against Drake, the same outcome would have happened. You know, yeah. they would shit on them, you know, and then the fact that they were able to come for full circle and be boys, like, yeah, you know, he he te- he lasted the test of time yeah definitely definitely. where other people would have failed he actually stood up for himself i don't think i can
0: see pusha t and drake coming full circle and on a full collab album i don't think that's gonna happen
1: you know drake has to stop sending uh devil emojis and then (laughs) 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 yeah but i feel like pusha did him dirty though and even kanye did too yeah it was it was a savagery.
0: We don't really know what the full story is there, so yeah. we're not going to speculate, really, but... But it's savagery. It was, like, a couple of uncalled-for lines, I
1: think. Yes. Like, it, it, they went to places where you shouldn't, you know? Like, even Eminem in his days always said, like, he doesn't put other people's children's name mm. on tracks. Like, that's a line that shouldn't be crossed in hip-hop, you know? Because yeah. that's when, ultimately, people will hurt each other over something like that. Yeah. And back you know? in the day, they
0: would yeah. actually it'd be much more than oh. just like internet. Beef, yeah. It wouldn't you know?
1: be Twitter beef. It would, it would be actual beef. And, yeah. and that's, they're lucky to be in a day like now where it's on the computer rather than what it was in the nineties, you know?
0: Definitely. All right. Like, yeah, that's, that's what killed a bunch of the greats back in the day. Right now. Like yeah. no one, you don't want to, that to happen anyways. No, no. Right. That's not what we're saying, but it's just a completely different era, a much
1: softer era. Yeah, it's for the better, I'd say. Yeah, I guess it is. But um,
0: yeah, I'm actually starting to give a chance to, like, whenever I meet up with, shout out Dylan Daniel, whenever they talk to me about, like, new rappers and stuff, I'm always, like, just not giving these guys no, a chance. I don't give- but I'm actually kind of listening to, like, new, even, like, even saying this is embarrassing, but, like, a boogie with a hoodie. Actually, kind of <laughs> dope, you know? I listen to a bit of his album. It's not bad, but it's more rappers, like, Denzel Curry, which I've been mentioning now, the last few pods. Check his album out. Have you heard it? No, no. not at all. Check it. Hey, man, you liked flash, Flatbush Zombies, so you yeah, like Denzel? Man,
1: They're, that was a good. Man, you introduced me to them, and I got hooked. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was two good albums that they had. I guess one of them was a mixtape on Apple uh, Music, Odyssey, and. Uh... No, that's an album. That's oh, that's an album. album too? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those were two very good albums. You know, a lot of heavy bass lines. I like yeah.
0: That. And um, they just show how versatile they are oh, too, man. right?
1: Yeah, they're they're like they're very lyrical too, which I really like. You don't see that anymore. Yeah. Uh, with all this like little pump and all these weird rappers, like they're just saying the same words over and over again. Yeah. And then you get someone like like a group like Flatbush Zombies, and and they just go off. Yeah.
0: No, they're insane. And they have
1: some some very good verses on that on their albums. I love yeah. that, is
0: there a favorite song on there? If you yeah, new one phone who this. Oh yeah, that's a banger for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: and uh, headstone,
0: headstone. Yeah. yeah, like that's an homage to all the older rappers. Yeah, right. Every yeah. line, like if you know your hip hop well enough, you can catch like almost. I don't know every line, obviously, there, but a lot of them. Yeah, can there's catch a lot the of references.
1: references in there that I can get, and like it's 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 uh, a very lyrical song. It was great.
0: Yeah, they all go hard, and I think it's like the fact that Eric the Architect produces almost all the beats. He was mm-hmm. just insane. just yeah. goes to show how talented they are. And there still are like some amazing rappers out nowadays. Like, I'm liking JID too.
1: Yeah, JID. I haven't been really into his music. I've just heard a few, mm-hmm. and they've been some really good songs. Uh, I think one of them is called "Like Understood." I don't know. I don't know. It's one of a song that came out a couple years ago. Okay. And uh, it was really good. And then from there, like the odd song. But I haven't listened to one of his albums, like front to cover. Okay. Like cover to finish.
0: Yeah, I've only listened. I've only listened to the latest album, like DiCaprio Two. Yeah. It was solid. Mm -hmm. And now I'm definitely looking forward to his next album. Like there are like every year, I'm obviously looking forward to artists. I love like whoever established and all that, like Kendrick and all them, but also see who else also just see who else is going to come out with new music. Cause you kind of ha- still have to be open-minded nowadays. Yeah. Kind of like with weed, you know, It all come in full circle <laughs> and uh, see who else is going to come up with some new music and uh, go, because otherwise you're just limiting yourself to... Of course. Because different-
1: even though there's a lot of new rappers that are out there, there's going to be a few that are going to last, you know, and they're going to be good rappers. Yep. They Their stuff now, it's just what's in style, which is not the greatest music. Yeah. Um, but I think eventually they'll show their true talent uh, like a good young rapper that I'd want to see more of very soon is like Chance. Mm, you yeah. know, he had his album and then it was kind of like, okay, a bunch of weird singles, but yeah. I want like a full project from him so he can get some and see, you know, how good of an album he can produce now.
0: Yeah. Cause he's been sitting for a while yeah. now like, cause his last album was in like 2016. Yeah. It's been a while now. So
1: I think he's due no, for an album, you know? And-
0: He's someone I don't think that many people are talking about, but he's definitely cooking up something. Yeah. Working with Kanye. Like, Kanye behind the boards for sure is yeah, definitely a I threat. think
1: this year is going to be, a like, a big year for Kanye, not as a rapper, because I think that ship has kind of sailed, um, but more as a producer. Uh, because he's produced all these amazing albums, I think that's just going to be his thing, because no one's taking him seriously.
0: No. <laughs> Which, um.
1: It's unfortunate, but <laughs> yeah. he's... He's lost it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> some of the stuff he's saying in the media is like yeah, hard like, to support. It's, like, it's w- very hard to support. That's why he should just stay behind the keyboard. Yeah. and just produce some crazy, crazy beats. Because um, there's, just, you know, some rappers within his circle that can take like the grunt of it for sure yeah. and make some very good music out of it. For sure. Um, you know, shout out Travis Scott. Yeah,
0: trap dog. <laughs> but I, that's also someone I want him to just like. Take a little break, like right out the full year without dropping an album. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a Huncho Jack 2. I
1: don't know. That would be cool.
0: Were you a fan of the first album, Huncho Jack? At first,
1: I hated it. First time I listened to it, I'm like, this is trash. And then like the more I listened to it, it grew on me more and more. And then, yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's good. See, it grows on you.
0: The great albums stand the test of time because they're <laughs> not easily digestible. You got to yeah. give them a couple of listens, you know? Mm-hmm. And I actually did give another chance to J. Cole, K.O.D. last week and listened to it again. Like, I still didn't love it. appreciated it a little more. It's more about the message than the actual yeah. songs themselves. Mm-hmm. He's say- What he's saying is true, is that if, at the end of the day, people are going to be talking about J. Cole as one of the goat rappers yeah. in like 10, 20 years, whatever. And they'll have forgotten about all these other rappers that we don't even need to list again. Yeah, you there's know? going
1: to be a lot of bad rappers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's just ineff-
0: That's just life. You know, yeah. there's, um, Some people that are forgotten, others who are legendary.
1: Yeah. You know? so, but yeah. I had something to say and I totally forgot it. Was it rap related? It was rap or, yeah. related. Uh, I think it was Travis Scott related. Yeah, Astro World was a complete banger. I love that thing. Definitely. It was a very good album. You know, a lot of good features on there. It was it lived up to the expectation mm-hmm. of what I thought it was gonna be. Like that was one of those albums where I heard it for the first time and it was on like loop right away. Yeah. Um, whereas there's some other albums where you'd have to listen to it in other times. So mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, you can definitely get both. It's either well, not either or there but you can get like Instant Classic yeah. like Astro World yeah. is but for a lot of people his other albums aren't like mm. Rodeo Bird some people don't like those didn't like those albums immediately I, I liked them right away Yeah I
1: mean they were like first time I listened to it they're on repeat yeah, that's it
0: same but for some people that wasn't really the case for those two but then when they got to Astro World Instant hit yeah. And I think he
1: really fully figured it out what people want to hear and Exactly like it was it was the perfect like diversity of music that you want right now in hip-hop. And he hit every note that he needed to, and it was great. Um, speaking on J. Cole, that guy, I never gave him a chance. Never, ever? <laughs> never. Like you've never been a fan at all? N- not any ever. I was, I've was. i never been a fan of him until okay. yesterday. My brother showed me his new...
0: Middle child? Yeah, and yeah. I,
1: I you know, changed my opinion on him slightly. The beat was crazy. Yeah. He had some nasty verses in it. It was all around a different J. Cole than... I've heard past. Yeah. And I liked it. You know, whereas before like nothing. Like KOD didn't even listen to it.
0: Yeah. You no, know, you never listened to it at all. Yeah, was, it was definitely wasn't one of his better albums. Had a couple of good songs, but no Middle Child he for sure took they're saying he took some aspects of the new rappers what they're doing in their songs, mm-hmm. but still gave it his own twist. Yeah and like cuz it's kind of catchy too. the chorus has some good lines like money in your palm don't make you real and just like the beat's insane and no like J Cole's another guy that I'm giving him a chance again like his next album definitely going to check it
1: after this song I'll listen to his next album yeah you know like it changed my opinion on him cuz I think now that he'll produce something different than what he had before and yeah he has more than one side that he was showing for the longest time
0: yeah and I think he has to now because people now his last two albums, especially people are starting to get a little sick of him. They're saying, like, yeah. okay, we want to see some growth here mm-hmm. rap about something different. So I think next album make or break, Kind of like with Kendrick, are you a bit? Are you a Kendrick fan?
1: I'm on the fence with Kendrick. Okay. You know, like hot take. <laughs> like really on the fence. Like I, he released that album that had a lot of the untitled tracks. That was kind of like just that weird mixtape.
0: Okay, but that's kind of like a, that's a, a throwaway album. Yeah, you know? I kind of like
1: that one more than it was like some of his other work. Okay. Which is crazy. Um, Definitely unorthodox. But yeah, <laughs> very, very. <laughs> um, like I can't even name the one that he's sitting on the van
0: good kid mad city
1: yeah never okay
0: (laughs) oh man i still remember the i bought that album and i i didn't really know his music that well at the time and i was like kind of going in like medium expectations it blew my mind i don't know i love that (laughs) album that's the album that put him on the map too oh
1: yeah i I never i don't know why never gave it the chance
0: maybe give it another (laughs) chance exactly a chance no
1: that that that's somebody that i do uh i should give a chance because yeah. everyone that talks about him just says how diverse he is, like how, like how big of a lyricist he is. I should give him a chance. Like, that's something that I've yeah. I come to a realization. Kind of I a should. slip up here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but a, another artist that I find this like this year should do something to show more diversity is Black. Mm, yeah. You know, like he's two albums now, very similar. Yeah. You know, like dude, some songs are fantastic. I love them. Great flow. But I just find, like, if you play it all together, it just sounds like one big song.
0: Yeah, it does. I agree for sure. He's got a lot... Like, on his first album, especially, uh, the first three or three or four songs are really good. But then after that, I stopped listening yeah. to it because it could be all the same song. It could like sound you like
1: you can play any song and you think it's the other one, you know? It, yeah. It's very repetitive. Yeah, I agree.
0: Even, like, the last album, too. I like that he had some features in there. Like, yeah. J. Cole had a nice feature on there. Um, Offset killed his feature yeah that was a good feature who else Future's on there There's, mm-hmm. I feel like there's someone else but um, there's a lot of songs I like on that album but it's true it's a yeah, pretty similar like vibe this one's a much
1: better album the than the latest th- one yeah the, the second one uh, East Atlanta Love Letter yeah. is a lot better than uh, the first one that he did agreed yeah um, Because I think it's because of the features like it showed some diversity yeah even though he's very consistent in what he does um and it was nice it was it had a really nice floor and flow and the first one was was good too but yeah you know.
0: um and it's just nice too to have some features and like interject some new yeah. personalities and yeah, voices it adds, in there
1: it adds body to the music yeah. you know it's not so one-dimensional um it just shows a different aspect like having someone like future on his track it's totally different mm-hmm. like it sounded like something that makes you want to listen to like when you're in a mood to like, you know, slightly want to turn up yeah. with Future in there, you know. And that's that's what I like about music is that it puts you in different moods. Yep. And to have different feelings in one song, you're going to get more listens for sure. For sure.
0: And Future's got such a unique voice too. And he can do so many things with his voice. Yeah. Now this segues well into, I don't know if, did
1: you hear his last album, Wizard? I haven't listened to it all. Okay. uh it's one of those albums where i kind of skip through yeah i've liked the songs i've listened to mm-hmm. um i just haven't had the actual time to listen to it from like first song to the last song yeah like in a row like without distraction all well,
0: 20 songs that's a yeah it's bit a, of a very commit.
1: yeah it's a very long album but uh there's going to be some good songs in there for sure yeah.
0: There are but the problem with me is on this one is that he only has there's three features on the whole album. Two of them are on the same song yeah. and they're at track 16 and 18 of the album. You got to spread those out and treat, bring them you know? closer. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess, but I don't know. I'd rather he just put a little more features and bring them clo- higher up in the album because at that point I'm kind of like sick of just hearing Future. You yeah, like I, mean? I,
1: I would have put a couple features in the first couple songs, you know, just to get people hooked mm-hmm. uh, rather than make them wait. And they do know.
0: make you wait. Like some people might have listened to the first 10 songs, which is a lot. Like that's yeah. not nothing. That's like an album. Exactly. <laughs> that could be an album for sure. And then you, they, they, they might skip to like the Gunna Young Thug feature. Yeah. And then they miss out on those other songs. Yes,
1: yeah, of course. Like there's not many rappers or artists that can make an album that long without having features, unless you're, you know, Migos. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but they're just in a class of their own. Uh, yeah, shout out Migos, for yeah. sure. No, they're very entertaining, which mm-hmm. I really like. I saw them live. Or in Ottawa? No, a couple years ago in Veld in Toronto. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and in person, they're so fun. Oh, like, the show is unreal. It's crazy. Like, I've always seen the, the videos, like, on Instagram, where, like, you see the crowds kind of, like, waving. Yeah. And then when you're there, like you see what the hype's all about. Yeah. They're really like, they're amazing performers. When you
0: saw them, was culture out? Was that that summer? Like the year they were at Blues Fest? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was the same year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I saw
0: them at Blues Fest. Like I got this shirt there. I was yeah. buzzing, showing up <laughs> to the show. Like I wanted a shirt like this. I found the booth like, I didn't even ask how much it costs. I'm like, give me that shirt medium now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Festivals do that to me. You know, like merch, I'm a sucker for it. Like any event I go to, I'm leaving with a shirt. Yeah. Like, I don't even God's ask. Too. It sucks. But, like, it's always fun. Because you have a memory to attach yeah, to, right? Exactly. And usually there's six shows. Oh, for sure. Going to concerts is
0: one of my, is one of my favorite things to do,
1: for sure. Yeah. They're, like, going to concerts is something that I only started doing a lot more as I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, first concert I ever went to, like, I think I was in grade 12. Went saw like, Jay-Z mm, okay, and NERD at scotiabank place okay nice. time and that was like first ever concert i saw and i was like okay it was nothing that what i expected yeah you know i thought a concert you know you just listen to music Mm. um but no it's it's entertainment at its best for sure like the stuff that goes on behind the performance is insane you Mm. know like the the at the time they had like the new york skyline and like just leds Mm. and then like it was just lighting up and it was really cool Damn,
0: that's sick <laughs> And for that show though Were you in a, like a seat Assigned
1: Yeah like We were Like in the hundreds level Okay And we were right Like where the ends of the Like where the boards would be Okay So yeah. the floor seats Were right in front of us mm. And uh Like I was really young Yeah But like now Looking back Like it would have been So sick to be on the floor
0: For sure And that's what I like the most About being at a show Is like being able to like, Jump around like, Yeah Just vibe off the energy Of everyone oh. else Like some people Are really dumb at shows Like Then when they get into the mosh pits, man, like, we've seen some crazy people just get after it in those, sort like, fighting pits. I'm just, like, trying to lean back. I'm not trying to get in there, Yeah, like, like not trying to get another concussion, you know, (laughs) hit that CBD and get my own
1: pen, you know? Yeah, like, floor is fun for hip-hop. I love being on the floor. Um, But, like, EDM, you could be anywhere. Like that that time we went to Veld when I saw Amigos, it was just kind of a side thing. Mm. We we're just there to see all the DJs that were there. And there like you have like some people who mosh and like beat the shit out of each other, which like, I don't get. I just don't get it. I mean yeah. like I I tend to stand a little further back from everyone and just kinda of enjoy the vibe that everyone's giving off. And <laughs> yeah. so there's you know, those weirdos that are just fighting. I but know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't get it, man. Like, some people get off on that or something. Yeah, I, don't know. Like, it's just... I have
1: no idea.
0: <laughs> like, I've seen some people who I think they think they're cool in the middle of the circle. I've seen some, like, little punk kids, like, 15 years old, like, taunting people. Like, if someone actually, like, went into body you, you'd get oh, you, you'd murked. Be,
1: like, and they're always, like, the smallest kid. Uh, exactly, too, you know? like, man. It's like 120 soaking wet and then, like... <laughs> I don't get it like, I yeah. I
0: totally don't get it just on hella drugs or something guys <laughs> it must be yeah no that's not my style of the show I like to like I've been to shows sober too and it's actually like nice because you you're more aware too of what's yeah. going on around you, because some people like we just said are pretty dumb at shows also yeah. like it's good to remember
1: what you saw yeah like I went to a show sober very recently um, in 2017 there was that like weekend EXO show that was at the CTC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with like uh, black belly. Yeah. yeah. Like I went to that. Like me and my wife went and like we were, look, we smoked. But, like, <laughs> yeah, but we were sober though. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, like I was like blackout. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and then like I find I truly enjoyed it because you really, like, you get to listen to music. Yeah. You know, where you're at, I find like if you're just lit and yeah. uh, the Keep music vague for sure <laughs> if you're lit. You know? yeah. <laughs> if you're lit and you're just all about the music. Like, you don't really care about the lyrics, you know, mm-hmm. you're just hearing the bass line and you're vibing out to that. Yeah. Um, but when you're somewhat sober, yeah, you really yeah. listen to to the lines and, and in person, it's a totally different experience than listening to it through your phone or like even in any sort of music system, you know, because you see the artist actually performing it. Yeah. And you get a whole different vibe out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're also going to remember it the next day, right? Because you yeah. can be living it up in the moment like it's unreal. Yeah. Even the next day, you'll still remember it as being a sick, an unreal time because you were lit, right? Yeah. But then you won't necessarily, like it's happened to me, you won't really remember what songs were performed or not. Yeah. And that's like kind of embarrassing. People ask you like, oh, do they do this song? I'm like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. You just remember it as like a cloud of good time. Yeah. 100%. And good music. And then you're like, but the details are very, very vague. Yeah. yeah it's not about the details. No. <laughs> no. It's
0: about the experience. Yeah um like Migos I kind of remember I was like at the perfect buzz for that one and I was just I remember we were calling like what song was going to be next and they pretty much did like the whole culture album yeah for that show and it was great we were around like a decent crowd too of people like we were a little older than them I was with Zach and one of his friends and it was all younger kids around and like they weren't trying to mess with us there yeah because I'm so tough right <laughs> but um it was just a good time and that's definitely one of my favorite shows I've seen yeah
1: for sure. They, that the, the Migos show. Yeah. Yeah. Did they have like a lot of stage like presence? presence? Yeah. Not
0: at all. They're just like playing their tunes and walking around on stage. That's the thing. They yeah, didn't really like, have, they, have didn't, they
1: literally were them three on stage, but they're making like the crowd go insane. Yep. You know, but like adding to like stage presence, I think Travis tour would be cool to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that one has a lot of uh, like moving parts. Yeah. Uh, with the roller coaster and stuff. That would be really cool. Yeah, my roommates are actually going to see it in March. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel like I could have went, actually. I feel like I'm going to regret not going, but, you know, it's okay. Saving my money for some traveling, not a big
1: deal. Yeah, traveling would be a lot better than a show, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's it's a good time for sure.
0: But, yeah, I'm uh, excited to see who's going to be coming to Blues Fest. Now, like, I've actually seen most people that I would want to see in concert, except for, like, Travis...
1: Yeah, like, I'm trying to think, like, Travis is one that I haven't seen, an old-school rapper I haven't seen that I'd like to see now, but it's probably The Ship Has Sailed is Eminem. Yeah, yeah, me too, for sure. You know, like, that would be really cool to experience, just to see how, like, how good of a rapper he is, mm-hmm. live, you know? Yeah. Um, but that one probably never see. But other than that, I think I've seen all the rappers and like hip hop artists I want to see up yeah. until now.
0: Did you see Kanye and uh, when he showed up to blues fest?
1: Yeah, I saw him at the blues fest. That was cool. But mm-hmm. the cooler, the best show I've seen of Kanye was his St. Pablo tour. Okay. Uh, I watched it at the bell center. I guess that's like two and a half years now. Yeah. And that's the one with like the floating stage. Okay. And that was one of the most insane concerts I've ever been to because the floor like it's the size of the hockey rink okay and it was completely open Mm. and he split like the stadium like into two okay and like one side was lit and one side was dark and then he kept like traveling in the air depending which side was like hyper Okay. Like so, whatever side was giving him more love, like he'd be hovering to that area. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and it was cool. It's not egotistic at all. No, like, not at <laughs> all. You know, it's very humble. Yeah, of him to do for that. sure. <laughs> was
0: it a uh, Kendrick or Travis who was opening for him then? Or at Saint Paul, it was neither? him for three hours. Oh,
1: okay, like okay. he just went off. Hmm. But when it was here in Ottawa, it was at the Blues Fest. Chance. So it was Chance before. Yeah. And that guy was really cool. Life, like Chance. I really enjoyed that performance mm-hmm. um because there's not many rappers that use like live instruments yeah and he has uh timmy the trumpet yeah you know that guy you know he could play that thing <laughs> for sure like i don't
0: really know his music personally there but i know of him yeah like
1: i i only know him through chance yeah um i feel like most people do yeah i think i don't know if he does his own thing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but i still doing his thing though
0: with chance though, yeah so yeah. living the dream there for sure yeah um, are there any show recommendations that like, are you watching any shows right
1: now or, uh, I just started that Ted Bundy thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've
0: heard about that. Uh, I, might I watched the shot. first
1: episode. It's like really well done. Mm-hmm. I'm really like, I'm really excited to watch the second one. I started yeah. last night and okay. kind of was dozing off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those shows where like, I'm excited to finish it just cause I, I'm not, I don't really know much. About Ted Bundy, I just mm-hmm. know he's a psycho. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's to say the least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it'd be kind of cool to see the whole story, or what you know they're showing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'll see how that is. Ted Bundy, yeah.
0: Like, there's a movie coming out. Also, I don't know if you heard about the trailer.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested to watch that movie too. Yeah, that one's gonna look really good. Did like, you see it looks really good. No? I didn't see the trailer. Yeah. uh, But I was reading up on that movie, and it it seems like it's gonna be insane.
0: Yeah, it's with Zac Efron. Yeah. And- yeah, apparently, he does a really good job, and, like, the trailer's getting some hate because it's making it look like Ted Bundy's a likable character, and that he's the yeah. main character of his story, but apparently that goes in line with who he really was, is, is well, that he right. was, like, a charismatic,
1: charming... Yeah, like, he was a politician, you know? Like, he was yeah. a lawyer and a politician, and he was really good at what he did. Yeah. So, to get that likable image, I guess, in the trailers, I guess they're doing the part right on. Yeah, exactly. You know, because... People loved this guy, and, and they didn't suspect it was him until the end. Yeah. You know? and
0: That's why I think watching the series would be interesting, and then watching the movie after just to compare a little yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, it'd be good because then at that point, if you don't know anything about Ted Bundy, you'll know enough that once you watch the movie, you have a better understanding. Yeah. Whereas I think if you go into the movie completely blind, it'll be very, I don't know, it'd be like just any fiction story yeah for sure yeah
0: and he's like one of america's most known serial killers of like all time man yeah for oh sure. yeah
1: yeah like i'd say he's more known than manson okay you know don't even know who that is oh really like charles manson oh okay okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> should have just went along with that like yep yep charles <laughs> manson <laughs> but uh yeah no definitely looking forward to that movie are you up to date with like so, did you listen to the episode with Bassam and Derek about MCU? Like, do you watch those movies? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm not a big Marvel fan. Okay, uh, we don't need to get into that. No, anymore. yeah. Like, I was more into, like, DC growing up. Okay. And then it, they just suck at making movies.
0: Did you see Aquaman?
1: Not yet, no. no. That one's one I actually want to watch just because it looks cool. Yeah. Um, and I watched the odd, like, Avenger movie okay i haven't watched the most recent oh no no oh man it was so good (laughs) yeah i've heard nothing but good things yeah uh so that would be one to see uh i'm really interested to see how thanos is played
0: oh he's good don't worry yeah Yeah, okay (laughs) he's an unreal (laughs) unreal character and i like like that we talked about is that it's interesting to see a movie from a villain's perspective yeah like i'm big on villains and movies i just find like they're often more than not more than not they're Cooler than the main character, 100%. And more relatable. Um, obviously, they get that bad ref because they're evil and all that. Yeah. There, but if you look, if you can look past that, they still have a decent point sometimes, <laughs> you know. And that's why, like, when it's a relatable villain, especially like Thanos, you'll see you can see his point of view. And they did a really good job at, yeah. Showing I that.
1: really am into like villain movies and like anti hero movies, yeah. So, they're really, I like the way that they go with it because. It's the total opposite. The good guy doesn't always have to win. No, you know? definitely not. Because they don't always win. You no, know, it's not real life. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, is there anything else
0: you want to say about like weed, though? Like legalization? Yeah, we really veered off Yeah, that, eh? <laughs> big time.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, like I think with, with legalization, and <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> you know, now that come back into it, um, the more that, the more time that passes, and there's gonna be more research. So there's a lot more that's going to come out of it. Not all of it's going to be good, um, but it'll be a lot more known what happens because you still have no idea really long-term what it does to people. Uh, but I think with more time, like, it'll get better.
0: Yeah, I think so too, for sure. And like, like we said earlier, that, like, smoking in general, obviously, if you can avoid it as yeah. much as possible, that's optimal, right?
1: Oh, yeah, like, ingesting in any other way than smoking is better um just because like edibles and
0: stuff or yeah edibles yeah. are
1: great like yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, they they creep up on you for sure yeah like i've the only people that i've known that have done edibles have had either a super good experience or like a terrible experience like
0: absolutely no in between yeah
1: like there's no in between like you're either lit and like you're having a great time or you're curled up in a ball yeah like trying to eat your couch or something yeah right? like i don't it's, it's it's also because there's not much known on how much is in it, right?
0: Yeah, it's like when they're making the trays there or something, you never know how much is going to tilt, like how the tray is tilted yeah, or something. exactly. How like, much of them? I guess, what is it, THC in the there H-C. that's tilted and it's seeping towards one end of the tray more and then that's making a concentrated batch in a
1: certain corner or something. Yeah. Like you can get a gummy that's supposed to be like 25 milligrams mm-hmm. and like you might get like five milligrams in it. Okay. So that's where it's dangerous because you'll eat the one that's five and you're like, okay, like I don't feel shit. Yeah. I'm going to take like two more. And then you get one of those that are like the full dose. Right. And then like you're lit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like at that point, it's like, okay, it doesn't, it's not like when you're smoking or like you're using like shatter, like a vape pen. Okay. It's more like alcohol mm. where like you'll just keep eating it, eating it, and then it'll just like, it'll be like a train hit you. Yeah. Um, like I the most recent time I ate edibles is I think the most recent Star Wars movie that came out. Uh was uh, like Han Solo or no, Last the one, Jedi. I think it was The Last Jedi. Okay. Uh I went to watch it with a group of my friends and my brother and I was like, hey, like we smoked before and my buddy who I grew up with my whole life was like, Listen, like just have half of this edible, like you'll be good. I'm like <laughs> Alright, fine. Like I never say no, I'm like fine, I yeah. took a bite. And then I was sitting in the movie. And it just hit, like, all of a sudden, the movie became scary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why, but I was terrified of the movie. Well, there's some creepy people
0: in there, like, the main villain's face, like, yeah. super deformed. Yeah, I it? was
1: rattled. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> th- like, I was actually, I thought I was going to have nightmares until we left the theater. Rough. <laughs> then when you came down, though, and like, yeah, it was like, a little better? Or? Oh, but that's the thing with weed in general. Like, when you come down, you just feel normal after. Right. Like. We were literally, we were leaving the theater and then I got in the car and my brother was driving and I was just kind of like tired, you know, yeah. it was like two in the morning anyway. Yeah. But we were just like, like, I just felt like I was tired, but I didn't feel worn out. Okay. Whereas like if you drank all night... And you got that level of drinking, yeah. You're not recovering. No, like, not that quickly for sure. You're, like I'd be out for a couple of days now. You know, yeah. <laughs> getting older, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: for sure. Me too. There, I was a uh, big on Alpine beers in there. Unforgiving. I don't know if you know about Alpines or. No. I've seen them in your snaps, but I have never <laughs> tried them. <laughs> yeah, you won't be seeing them in my snaps anymore. <laughs> That's gold. Yeah, yeah. I had a good
1: run, but no, not anymore. Yeah, I was never big on like beers. Like, I can have a couple. Like, if I'm going to a hockey game, like, I'll have a couple tall boys, whatever. But, like, I, 15 bucks each. Yeah, like, you know, you're spending quite a bit. But I can't get drunk off beer because then I feel like I'm just full. You're bloated as hell. Yeah, for like, sure. I just rather drink liquor. You know, I'll yeah. have like vodka, water, and I'll be good. That's a
0: solid choice yeah. for sure. <laughs> vodka, water. Yeah, no, beer, it's like, it fills you up for sure. And, like, you need quite a few beers yeah. for sure. Like, even me too, I need like, tolerance goes up and you need more beers and it gets expensive and it's just not great for you in general yeah, like, right you're just
1: drinking a lot you know like yeah. rather than having like a couple ounces you're yeah. having like four yeah. or five beers yeah for <laughs>
0: sure easy yeah definitely four or five beers yeah like a uh, sends game beer like i said earlier there like and you want to have beers because it's got part of the social aspect yeah. too right yeah and i don't know if Like smoking weed uh, at a Sens game, I don't know if that's probably gonna open up eventually. Like they'll have a designated section or something. Yeah,
1: I think they would eventually like have something like uh, like you'd have like a smoking section now, but for weed. Yeah. Um, like I wouldn't expect there to be like cannabis vendors where they'd sell like gummies and stuff uh, you
0: never know man but yeah I guess with gummies like there's a the factor of like unpredictability yeah
1: until that's maybe perfected down the road yeah true um, true you know it'd probably be somewhere in Seattle first like we'd be one of the last to get it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I think eventually it'd just be something more sociable at games because yeah. at the end of the day like People enjoy hockey, too, when they're high.
0: Yeah, first of all, I wouldn't know there, but, yeah. Yeah, Seattle just comes in ripping into the league. Yeah, we got gummies. <laughs> yeah, you in. know, just coming in hot. You yeah, know, just get yeah. everyone right into it. That'd be a power move, for sure, for Seattle. <laughs> like, yeah, like, make that kind of atmosphere, like... I, they're off, they're not going to there but kind of like a Vegas where you want to get that sick atmosphere like yeah. my parents just came back from there and they went to a game Oh really Yeah and they said it was unreal like the vibe there is like a club basically It's like, pre-game sick. is like they got lights going music just blaring those 808s like <laughs> hitting you know, people on Gumby Bears just loving it you know <laughs> But yeah um, got to ramp up that energy in a sense game though for sure Yeah
1: they I haven't been to one in a while same, yeah. Like, I haven't, unfortunately, I'm, like, I haven't supported the team as much since, you know, the whole Melnick debacle. Yeah. Um, like, I don't even buy, like, Sens merch. Like, I'm wearing a... Oh, my Brian God. man got the hot Sens bocho shirt <laughs> you on. You know, that's like, unreal. that's the only sort of Sens merch I'm doing right now. No way. <laughs> <laughs> that's gold. Um, But, yeah, they really need to step up their game. Um. In the sense of just the atmosphere, it's the same. Like you've been going games forever. Like you know, like I find when I was ten years old and now being twenty six, mm. it's the same experience. Like you're gonna hear no, Cotton Eye Joe and
0: definitely. Well, okay, not you know, like yeah.
1: it's not like the same experience on the ice, right? But like I'm saying, like fan experience, it's still like the same entertainment that they have, yeah. like the same worn out like intermission games that they play, whereas. You know, people just like to have fun. Yeah, you could arguably
0: say that it's gotten worse since they've introduced the floss cam. Oh, that's a and thing like, now? Yeah, oh, and man. dab cams and oh, stuff like brutal. that. Like <laughs> Scum of the earth. People who whip <laughs> yeah, out the like, floss. I
1: can't. No, like, I think I drew the line on, like, Senators Entertainment when they put those Prime Minister race. <laughs> yeah, like, that's actually not bad, It though. was fun, but it was just, like, that's all they did. And I was yeah. like, hey, like, bring it, like, once a month. I'll be cool with it. But, like, yeah. every time I'm there... <laughs> they've actually, though... They've brought in this guy, DJ
0: Prosper. Do you know who that is? I've heard of him. Yeah. And I heard he's doing great at so these games. So, when they bring him out, it's actually dope. Like, people, it, it's a club for the, the intermissions there. So yeah. So, that's actually solid. So, I guess in that sense, maybe they've switched things up um, for the fan aspect of it and uh, entertainment. But, definitely, there's a lot less people going to games. Like, yeah. the energy is not in the building. And
1: you know? it's, like, it's unfortunate, like, there's so many young players on the team that, yeah. like, you know, yeah, they're not great right now. Our GM put, like, the team in a terrible position. The owner put the team in a terrible position. But, like, people like Thomas Shabbat, you know, incredible player. Yeah. Like Mark Stone, you know, Matt Duchesne, but then... Zing- Zingle. Yeah, Zingle's nasty
0: and now we're, we're possibly in a situation we're going to be possibly in a situation where we could lose all 3.
1: Yeah. Which is ridiculous. It's un it it sucks. Like do you think any of them are going to stay? I hope so. I hope I, I think at least one of them will. I yeah. can't really
0: see us trading 3. Yeah, to like be I honest. can see
1: out of the 3 if one's going to stay, it'll be Stone. I hope so, yeah. You know, just cuz I he's the next Senators captain. Yeah. Like I think so too. It's unfortunate that Carl left. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to move on. Yeah. And that's that's the first thing I think they have to do. They should have done it at the beginning of the season and put Stone as the captain. But I understand they should lock him up first. Yeah. Um before we haven't like just like we got rid of Spezza yeah. and Carlson. Right. And you know, now hopefully not with Stone. Uh hopefully keep him for a few years. Uh but then like Zingle, I think like we can't if we can't keep all three, I think he's gone.
0: I think so too. And I love Zingle. Yeah. But I think that if you can get a first round pick for him, that's a good move. Yeah. Even a second and if you get if you can get a like a second and a player prospect, I think that'd be a good trade. Yeah, that
1: would be really good. I know like it's a very good draft year, so you'd want a first round pick when mm. we don't have one. Yeah. If Especially we, where we're standing in the standings. Yeah. You know, like, I know if um if we had
0: a first round pick this year i would be all for the tank to be oh honest. yeah I, i'd be all i for wouldn't the tank. mind trading more of our guys like our core guys for now and then just rebuild down the road but you still want a couple of older already yeah. established stars yeah
1: like and and stars like mark stone you're not gonna get many people like they didn't draft him in the first round no he you was know a four,
0: like fourth round exactly
1: pick. like he was a complete long shot and he plays amazing hockey I have no idea why a team wouldn't keep him yeah, you know it's
0: also kind of on him too that you, who knows if he really does want to say like he's saying all the right yeah. things but people have been speculating now that he's going to go to Winnipeg just because he's from there yeah I heard that too, imagine bro.
1: if they do add him on that top six though like it's, uh, you're competing for the cup yeah they're going all in at that point mm. if, they're t- if they're going for all, Mark Stone like probably be a rental yeah but like he's going to make a big impact if he goes there to any team he to goes any team to, really. yeah
0: um, and I just hope we don't get into the situation that the Islanders were in last year where oh, man. they were just wishful thinking that they'd hoped to, that they'd sign Tavares and he just walked out on them. And, uh, you know, in his
1: Maple Leaf pajamas and with yeah. the to Toronto. <laughs> yep.
0: And, I mean, you can't really fault the guy for that. He like, he had every right to leave the Islanders. He'd yeah. been there for, like, I want to say nine years. So he's paid his dues, kind of like even a stone has. It's been, like, five, six years he's been in Ottawa. Yeah
1: yeah i'd Um, say like it was a blessing in disguise because at the end of the day carlson wouldn't have signed like i don't think as long as melnick's the owner yeah um so i think it was a blessing that we got rid of him then because if he was here for the season the attendance would be the same and then at the end of the day there'd just be that lingering question of if he's gonna leave right and then he'll walk away for nothing even though we didn't get much for him but you know it's Better than nothing. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure,
0: and that's actually even like kind of debatable. We didn't. I when I saw what the trade was, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was. But looking at it now, it's actually looking not bad that Carlson probably. Well, I don't know. if I don't think he's gonna sign it. Resign in San Jose. He's going to Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, but you know, like, like I don't know how they can afford him. Right, they have to the sign samples. point, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, he's going there for sure. That'd be crazy if he does go there, but
1: I don't know. It's, they, um, like, if I don't think they can afford him. That's the thing. He'd have um, to take
0: a huge cut
1: to go there, yeah. Through. Which I don't think he's doing.
0: No, he's definitely the guy. He wants to be paid the like, yeah. premium dollar, and um, yeah, like you can't blame him for that. He's worth that money. He's showing that he's back to form, really.
1: Yeah, he's playing phenomenal. Like the second, like the second half of the season so far. Yeah, like the first bit, he was playing you know average yeah. as a defenseman, and then now he's already at that caliber where he was a couple years ago. Like, yeah, back to form. Yeah.
0: But I think what we got for him is like a solid D in DeMello, like two
1: yeah. D. I like DeMello. Me too. Like I, yeah. Hey. Like at the beginning of the season, I, like him and Bodker was it? Yeah. That they brought, and I didn't, I was like, no, nah, never heard of these guys. Like, <laughs> what a waste. Yeah. And DeMello kind of grew on me. Yeah. You know?
0: Bodker, not as much. He's really been on the yeah. down side of things <laughs> lately.
1: I don't know. Do you still watch games or? I'm trying to watch a lot more. Yeah. Um, now, like, I just watch it for, like, Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch it for, like... I like to see Stone and Duchesne on the ice. They're great guys to watch on the ice. But I don't follow them like I used to. Like, I have a... Those players are, like... The players I have in my fantasy in Ottawa. Okay, nice. So, I watch them for that. And then the rest, like... I don't really care.
0: Okay, so you're in a fantasy league. Yeah. Though, so, you're still following the... Yeah, the like, NHL. I follow
1: them briefly. Yeah. Like, very little compared to what I used to. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan anymore. But... Mm-hmm up repping the,
0: the brian five or six though yeah so actually i gotta ask you do you listen to this guy's
1: podcast or anything i haven't listened to his podcast i just have been following on twitter like okay. since the beginning when he's just going on rants and i was like this guy's <laughs> hilarious oh man and <laughs> i of like I don't know. Like, he won that Faces magazine. Yeah, he won two
0: awards. Oh, he won two? Yeah. Oh, wow. Best blogger and best podcast. Oh, crazy. In Ottawa. So he's my competition, I guess. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Down the road. But yeah, Brian Fiverr Six, he's like a cult phenomenon in Ottawa. Yeah.
1: Like, that guy is what's keeping the Sens relevant at this point. (laughs) To a (laughs) certain extent. is crazy to say.
0: But (laughs) that's where we're at, I guess. Brian Fiverr Six is the
1: face of the Ottawa Senators. It's crazy. Like, that guy really picked up in the last year, and he's funny, man. Yeah.
0: Like, I guess he, I should give him a follow and give him a chance, because to me, he just looks like too much, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah like, I can't watch all his videos, like, because this guy posts a lot, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, but, like, there was a couple that really stuck. Like, there was a the one when Carl got traded, and, like, he ran outside with his TV and, like, threw it in the snow, or in, the <laughs> in like, the lot, and he was, like, smashing it. Like, that was funny, but there's just some times where, I'm like, this guy is insane yeah
0: <laughs> i mean he does it also to get that attention of course and to be yeah, funny of like course. over the top funny but i mean hey good for him gotta respect the hustle and, uh, yeah. and he's actually getting recognized for it so good for him how much was that shirt if you don't mind asking like it was
1: about 20 bucks okay that's not yeah. bad at all i like. actually only bought it it was a time that we had the tornado mm. and he was doing like a donation tornado relief yeah, or something, yeah, yeah yeah so like the proceeds went to that right other than that i probably wouldn't have bought it yeah um but, yeah.
0: Okay, so it's for a good cause. And, like, see, doing stuff like that, they are got to respect that at the end of the day. Um, for the Sens, though, I was going to say, yeah, how's your fantasy going?
1: I'm actually first place right now. Hey, it's not a big... Not me. a huge
0: deal. So am I, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, humble brag. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know, for now, for I'm in, like, first by barely. My girlfriend's, like, less than five points behind me, so we're holding it down one-two right now.
1: Yeah, I'm, like... Thirty points up yeah
0: man's killing it
1: yeah and uh you know my team name is it was it was cc for hall just to you know
0: (laughs) yo i know that's crazy eh? like what could have i can't believe that's an offer that was even made first of all shout out shirelli (laughs) and the only gm who would ever make that offer and pierre dorian only gm who would
1: refuse it (laughs) pierre from orleans man like that guy like I don't get him. Like, how would you refuse that deal? Even if, you know, Hall wasn't doing so great at that time. Like for CeCe? still, what has Cody CeCe done for the Ottawa Senators? Yeah, <laughs> he scored that goal against St. Louis yeah, in his first yeah, game. Pretty That's much. it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, CeCe is someone that I wouldn't mind wouldn't mind losing at all. In the in the next expansion draft, right, for yeah.
1: Seattle. Yeah. If he's even still around by that point. Yeah, if he's that... still around. I feel like there's been a lot of talks that he might get moved by the deadline this year. But, like, they say that every year about him. Definitely. <laughs> even, like, guys like Pajot,
0: too, might be on the block just because, yeah, like, as a third-line center for another I love team. that guy, man. Like, yeah.
1: that guy has, he plays so well. Um, like, he's an all-time, like, you know, everyone in Montreal obviously hates him. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I like having him so much because yeah, do Torches play. Montreal like tw- once or twice a year. Exactly. He scores four goals and yeah. just, that's it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> kind of goes dormant for the rest of the year. <laughs> but he's one of those players that like I wouldn't want to see leave in Ottawa. Because, um, yeah, he's not a first liner, but. Yeah, he's still like, gets good day. in his role. Yeah,
0: he's good in his role. Yeah. Like, on a, on a really good team, he'd be a perfect fourth-line center. Yeah. For us, he's a good third-line center, I think. Yeah, that says a lot about Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. But we still have been – man, I'm optimistic about our team. Like, I thought – I was one of the few people, I think, who th- believed in this team this year, thinking that – especially if we had still had Carlson by by now, we'd be
1: higher up, I think. But Oh, if we had Carlson, it would be a much different mm-hmm. – it would be a much different team, even without Hoffman. Um, like, we'd be a good team if we still had Carlson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, having someone that's a Norris candidate on the blue line. yeah. Like, you're going to do okay. Yeah. And I think the big issue that Ottawa needs to tackle next is goaltending. Like, they just have, like, this pit of goaltenders that are, like, we have Anderson. God bless his soul. (laughs) How long is he going to last? And then after that, that, like, it's just, like, a list of goalies that have just come and gone. Like, there were some names, like. Matt O'Connor, I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, yeah, of course. That guy was supposed to be like the saving grace, and then he got <laughs> yeah. lit up by Montreal in the home opener. Yeah, that was, like, that
0: was a questionable move to start yeah. him in that game. Yeah, that,
1: not a good idea. Yeah, I don't think he's even around really anymore in any no, team like, system. last I heard of him, he was like in the ECHL, and then yeah. he kind of just dropped out of there and disappeared now we're kind of hoping that um, Gustafson is
0: going to be our yeah. next guy, the, who we got in the Brassard trade, yeah. which I think is a good move
1: for us. It, it, it is a good move. Like, he hasn't been able to win yet in the NHL, but I don't think he's... Gustafson?
0: Or has he won in,
1: in Ottawa Well, yet? no, he's
0: still in the AHL.
1: Yeah, but didn't he start... Oh, I'm thinking no. of somebody else. Yeah. That's right. There was that other European goalie that came. Uh, I don't know. I forgot his name, but he's tried, he started right before we got that guy from Vancouver. Hogberg? Hogberg. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. guy, I thought he was going to actually do well because he did do well in the AHL. Mm, yeah. And then nothing came of him.
0: Well, we got also Nilsson out of the Vancouver team, yeah. who he's been winning games yeah, for. Yeah, he's us. been
1: good. Um, he's won two or three now.
0: Yeah, I think, I think three at least. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, we'll see, man. I'm still supporting the team there as much as like people don't really like to support Melnick. That's a thing. But I'm still, I like going to games. It's a good time, even yeah. though. Like, I went actually in Montreal in December with my friends. Atmosphere there is insane. Like, everyone's yelling. You can feel, like, the arena shake. It feels like how hard people are going with their cheers and
1: just, like, everyone's committed. Yeah, their fans are are, are insane. Like, they're the most diehard fans in the NHL.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, it gives them a huge advantage of when the crowd's that into it. Like, it's got to be one of the toughest rinks to play Well, we've seen
1: Ottawa, you know, give up a lead there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just because the crowd. You know, like, you could take a team right out. Yep. Um, those, there's a couple cities in the NHL where I'd want to go see just for the atmosphere.
0: Yeah, like Vegas. Vegas up would be there cool. there for sure.
1: Because um, of that one, you'd feel like it'd be a road team that would have, like, a larger fan base. Like a lot of the times, like just I'd feel that you'd have a lot of people from outside of Vegas watching the games. Yeah. So depending on which teams you're watching there, you can get a lot of away fans.
0: Yeah. Well, like my parents saw Minnesota against Vegas, and there were apparently a lot of Minnesota fans there. But the thing is, like Vegas has a strong foundation of fans. Yeah. So like they dominate the arena still. But I know what you're saying for sure.
1: Yeah. Vegas had that Cinderella story last year. That was awesome. That really, I think changed how the team will be like they've gained a lot of fans from that point yep. and a lot of support mm-hmm. whereas you've like there's a lot of teams that come in expansion and just lose most of them do you I know and, and and they just struggle yeah whereas vegas for years yeah for a long time and then you have vegas who does well last year uh, goes to the cup finals and now they actually have a true fan base i'd say that's not as struggling as some others
0: mm-hmm. no no it's really good for them i think that it helped set up their fan base right away that if they had been trashed the first year, like everyone thought they were going to be, yeah, that's tougher to sell tickets there. Like people are liking it at first. Like, okay, cool team in Vegas, whatever. But they're, they're horrible. Yeah, People just,
1: like the... They'd give up on the team. You know yeah, I mean? it'd
0: be like just like a hot commodity for a bit and then people would just get sick of it. But that's not the case. No. So it's... it's I think nice it's something that's
1: going to be, like it was a very successful move to put a team in Vegas. Yeah. And like, I think... Who would have thought? Yeah, like I I was, I thought I'm like... Two, three years, and that team will fold. And then now, as soon as they, like after, like now, I just look at their stadium, it's always full. Yep. You know, you don't see some empty seats like you'd see in Arizona, here Ottawa. in Ottawa, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the Tarps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, when you're getting compared to the likes of Arizona, it's yeah. a rough go. Yeah. Um, but no, they've definitely set themselves up with the players they got and the fans. So it's a yeah. win-win for them. Definitely something that now, like, whenever I go to Vegas, definitely going to be wanting to oh, check I out a game.
1: Yeah, that would be a top thing on my list in Vegas is to go watch a hockey game, Yeah, which I would never say that yeah. until now. You Who know? would have thought? Right? Like any, I wouldn't think of to go to Vegas to watch a sporting event, No, let alone hockey, you <laughs> yeah, know, like exactly. 40 degrees and you're going inside to watch a hockey yeah. game, which is interesting. Just, like,
0: rip it up in the casinos and uh, get a couple of gummy bears in you and just yeah. have, like, have a night, you know? <laughs> apparently, the gun range there is sick. Like, you can get any gun you want.
1: Yeah, the gun ranges in the U.S. are insane. Have like, ever been to one? Or? I've been to one in Florida last okay. year. And, uh, like, at first, I was just shooting, like, a couple handguns. Those like, apparently some of them, like, have
0: heavy recoil. Like, a oh, Desert yeah. Eagle. Oh, yeah. Like, know I didn't shoot a Desert Eagle.
1: Uh, I shot a like a 45 caliber revolver okay oh and yeah that's that's another big
0: one bo- yeah big like you for sure. it literally
1: like if you're not holding it well enough like it'll hit you in the face yeah and it's a hell heavy dent that you're taking on that <laughs> nose you know yeah <laughs> quick deviated septum <laughs> um and then like i didn't try any of the big guns like okay. there was a lot of like the chain machine guns and stuff that they had i fuck with that yeah i shot a p90 okay awesome you know solid
0: uh, cod 4 showdown exactly
1: uh but it wasn't as cool as like i thought it would be you you didn't like it that much well it's a fun gun to shoot um but the problem is like it jams oh okay. okay, because like the bullets like turn a weird angle Mm -hmm. in the clip so it's not as futuristic as it seems in the game (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah, shooting guns is definitely fun
0: it's a good time for sure like we went this summer my friend's bachelor party, like, um, 12-gauge shotguns, like, uh, yeah. cl- shooting clay pigeons. It was unreal. We were super hungover. Like, it was actually an instant <laughs> hangover cure. Just firing well, yeah, like, guns, <laughs> like, love <and> life.
1: Loud <laughs> bangs? You know, you, you'll be up.
0: Yeah, who would have thought, though? But, yeah, it was great. Yeah, man, no, it was, uh, I think that's a good spot to wrap yeah. it up, you know? It was yeah. good to have you on here. Yeah, thanks um, for having me yeah for sure i'm sure we'll uh we'll have to catch up again soon for like sure. the cousins get everyone together yeah. like yeah uh, everyone uh it's been a while like like i said i saw derek for the first time in a long time yeah and it was cool to like talk about the wedding like he was telling me, like oh yo, we still talk about the wedding oh like, yeah like, every time i see him he night. brings it up and yeah. i'm like fuck like is this what i have to look forward to and i have kids like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no that was a great time so yeah man uh thanks a lot for joining me thank you and um shirts on the way by the way yeah it's in production excited to have it yeah man appreciate the support and thanks to everyone who ordered a shirt i will have the have them for you hopefully in a few by the time this is dropped now it should be you should have it by now and if anyone else wants to order a shirt you know just hit me up easy to find and uh yeah stay tuned for episodes dropping every two weeks and i hope you enjoy peace